0: Here we are in sunny England, a year and a bit into lockdown, and a good thing has happened. The team at Staggering Stories have all had their first coronavirus jab. Jean has had it here. Ow! Adam has had it here. Ah! And Keith has had it here. Ah! That's my jab. We hope you guys are all having your jabs too. Now on with the show.
1: Didn't get a smack
2: Ow! Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to Staggering Stories Podcast 367 I'm Jean I'm
1: Fake Keith I'm Adam And I, yes, I am...
0: Oh, I thought of one, it's gone Oh no, it was a really good one as well
2: I'm <laughs> confused H- oh. That's age oh. Come on, you can do
0: it you, you can do it Squeeze no, stop it, stop it, I'm thinking Oh,
1: I wondered what the okay, smell bacon you know, was <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, I was going to
0: do a nice one. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I,
0: yes I am that annoying little smear when a bumblebee beheads itself on your window screen of life. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to have a nice one, but you dissed me. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yes, I know.
2: On that rather gross image, it's over to the news with El Presidente. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs>
0: Doctor Who news.
1: Ooh. Oh, yep.
0: Blu-rays for all. Ooh. For those who mm. have missed out on the limited release classic Doctor Who season box sets, Salvation is now at hand. Doctor Who The Collection, as the range is officially called, will see all of the box sets eventually released in standard Blu-ray packaging. Don't fear mm. if you have the existing releases, as new box sets will continue to debut in what BBC Studios are now calling Doctor Who The Collection Limited Edition Packaging. The standard packaging will contain identical discs to the Limited Editions, though the booklet will be shorter. Season 12, Tom Baker's first, and 19, Peter Davison's first, can already be pre-ordered, both for around £38, as compared to about £45 for the Limited Edition versions, at least back when they could be pre-ordered. Those first two box sets are set for a UK release on the 31st of May, and should have a much higher chance of coming out on time than the limited editions.
1: Do you know what mm-hmm. I find annoying about this? Go on. On the first release, I missed season 19, uh, season 18 tom baker's mm-hmm. last and they're still not releasing it. <laughs> <laughs> they've gone to, to it they've gone straight to the second lot that they've released that i've already got i missed the season 18
2: uh, i missed the 18 and the 19 so i'm quite pleased that the 19's been released, but it means it won't. As someone else said, it means that yeah, if you've got part of the set already done yeah. out in the old ones, you're going to have these new ones which aren't going to fit, so that mean you've got to go and buy the old ones in the new ones so your sets all look the same. <laughs> or yeah. you could just try buying. not being so OCD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, difficult. I mean, I don't think I've actually paid 45 quid for any of the limited edition versions when I've looked at them at pre-ordering on Xavi and all the rest of it I've always found they've been sort of like the high 30s. Oh, really? I think uh, the
3: latest ones I bought were on pre-order were 45 forty-four, ninety-nine-ish. $44, no,
2: 99 It's good to see that they've re-released them on Blu-ray.
3: Yeah. The important bit is you've got discs. Yeah. Packaging. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But you know. it's a,
1: yeah. I, I, I am not knocking that. I'm just knocking the fact that they're still not. The one I want yeah. is not the one patience. they're releasing. You That's know me. It. I don't That's have Patience. It.
2: Hitchhiker's Guide Crowdfunding DNA Book. Ever wanted to break into Douglas Adams' home and rifle through his personal papers? If so, now you can save yourself the trouble. Instead, back the new crowdfund book named 42, The Widely Improbable Ideas of Douglas Adams. After Adams' untimely death in 2001 over 60 boxes of his papers were loaned to his old Cambridge college these contained notebooks research letters scripts jokes speeches to do lists poems and even complete hard drives Kevin John Davis has scoured these archives in close associations with Douglas's family and literary estate and will be presenting the selected extracts in facsimile format Expect to read Adams's thoughts on the likes of Doctor Who, The Hitchhiker's Guide, The Gently, Technology and Life, The Universe and Everything. It's not just Douglas Adams' thoughts, but various famous types have contributed some new letters to him, including Professor Brian Cox, Robert Ince, Stephen Fry, Neil Gaiman, Simon Jones and John Lloyd. The 320-page 4 size hardback book has already raised 200,000, smashing its 65,000 targets. September 2022 is the current estimated release date, and it will be available beyond those who pre-ordered during this Kickstarter. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: that'll be good. Mm. That'll look
3: good. Yeah, I have backed it on Kickstarter myself. Also, you can pre-order it on Unbound, the publisher's website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know Kevin, don't we? To some extent. Yeah, to so some extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: This. Good um, job. This hit the news recently, didn't it? It was um they it did a couple of articles on it.
3: Yeah. How Doug Adams uh, hated deadlines and yeah. writer's block and all the stuff we knew yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I want. I wonder Apparently,
3: if it'll be it available
0: it. on Kindle. I hope it will.
3: You can pledge for an ebook, so I don't know if it's gonna be on Kindle, but you can say you get an ebook and ePub version of it somehow. Yeah. Well
1: oh, that'd be useful. Yeah. Yeah. Any more news? I, I, I have a semi-addendum. Do you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much information, man. <laughs> A semi-addendum.
0: That
3: didn't help
1: <laughs> We've just had the trailer for, um, Suicide Squad 2.
3: Okay, is it Fermi all?
1: <laughs> By the, what was it? The, uh, the Terrifyingly Amazing Mind of James Gunn. Yeah, something like mm. that. <laughs> okay, it, it looks quite fun, looks good. We have a, a small bit with Mr. Capaldi in there as yeah. well. Yep. Um. What what I specifically love and I'm wanting to tell people is it has a villain in there, or a hero, depending on your point of view, called King Shark.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a shark, yeah. Yeah,
1: It's a humanoid shark who's being played by Sylvester Stallone. He's voicing it.
0: <laughs> he says things like "yum yum." <laughs> you see him, reach, you see
1: him reaching, grab hold of a person, and just before he eats him, you're like num, nom." nom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. it, it does look very good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the trailer.
1: It also has yeah. um was it his brother Sean? Sean Gunn, yeah, playing playing another motion cap creature called Weasel, mm-hmm. and you see him in. Does familiar. Yeah, you see him in the uh, opening trailer licking the glass door.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it does look good. But then I liked the
1: first Suicide Squad. I thoroughly enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, oh, I haven't no. That's dreadful. It really <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> good. Uh, it certainly had its... It was all right, but it had its problems.
3: Yeah, I literally fell asleep.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, didn't <laughs> I for, literally uh, fell asleep during The part. magic roundabout for... <laughs> and Moomins had that effect on me. The,
3: laugh, the yeah.
0: latter was self-preservation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, the, 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 the first one, there was certainly uh, elements where you can tell right at the beginning what's going to happen. But as I said, this one's from Mr. Gunn, so I'm ha- having high hopes. Well, yeah, I've liked... Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy both were great. Yeah. <laughs> his Scooby-Doo's are
3: really good, too. Yeah. The two live-action Scooby-Doo's. So, yeah. <laughs> I have seen anything else.
0: Yeah. 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 They were, they they were, were fun. Back oh, in the They bag. were great.
3: Yeah, really good. Tickly Velma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the news.
2: Back in 1979, there was a small, short-lived TV series of four episodes, which was the conclusion of one Bernard Quatermass story. And we have been watching it. Quatermass. Puffety, puffety, ringstone rest. If you lose your hat, it will never be found. So pull up your breeches right up to your chin
0: to know which one of you gits chose this.
2: Why? <laughs>
0: who was it? Git. That was the other git, was it? That was that git.
1: <laughs> the git who isn't here at the moment.
0: How no, I, I No, I think it was this git here. <laughs> git this, this
1: cockney git. <laughs> <laughs> I knew how it finished. I knew how it ended.
0: Because how the can you make me watch something that ends like that? I didn't know that that was how it ended! I'd never seen it! Well, Starbucks. Oh, spoilers, the but he saved the world. Oh, I was too young to watch it when it was on the telly. And. Yeah, mm, too. I was so. so very cross with you. <laughs> anyway, poor Keith was sitting next to me, and I turned to him and said, Is that how they're ending it? And the poor lad, oh.
1: Now, if if you remember rightly, you screamed, is that how they ended it? While I turned around and screamed, don't hit me, I've just had a jab. Oh,
3: yeah, that was (laughs) it. Uh, there are two versions of this. Yeah. One of which is the US film version. where They that, cut the photos together. That's the yeah, one we saw. Cut a lot out and turned it into a film. Yeah. Called the Quatermass Conclusion. Yeah. Mm. We should probably have given you a hint as to how it might have ended.
0: I just assumed it was the last one in the series. I didn't. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spoiler music. Spoiler music. La 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 la. 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 He <laughs> dies. Okay.
3: You know, horribly, and
0: I didn't know.
3: And he takes his granddaughter with him. Well, well
0: I think she was gone. Yeah. They're dead, Karen. <laughs> so, shall we start? They're, they're all dead, Karen. Before Karen, he they're died. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's dead?
2: What's the point? <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, was it four or five episodes when it was done? Four, four, um, four, four
1: 54 fifty minute episodes.
2: Yeah, I thought it yeah. was about
1: an hour, hour yeah. long episodes roughly um, with adverts.
2: For everyone that sits there going, well, everyone's just cutting on to the environment and how we're destroying it and how it's bringing the population. If you think that's woke, then you're really going to think this is woke because the whole (laughs) principle on it is society's just broken down completely. You've got mm. gangs ruling the city, the pipelines... The poshest the gang. gangs in the world. Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> the, very gangs. The... Red gang and the blue gangs.
2: Yeah. yeah, pipelines, <laughs> fuel lines are blasted in the sea, even though planes are still flying. It really is society having broken down, except for if you live in a little rural place in the Highlands of Scotland where it hardly affects you whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Where it's all completely out of the way,
2: and it starts with Bernard having being brought into London to go on to a TV show, basically because they're doing um, the meeting of the Russians and Americans, like they did with the Soyuz Up in
0: space. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're doing a, a space station thing.
2: It comes to him as the creator of the as the rocket group, and he's going, Doom, "Doomed, You're all doomed! You're all doomed. Bad Doom. things are going to come of this." And 20 seconds later, bad bad things things come of of this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and in a TV version he gets a bit of blame initially people start to point finger what did you know are you involved somehow the film version cuts it out unfortunately but
2: uh... so takes it from there so you've got you got gangs you've got the planet people planet people who the yep. are yeah. are hippies essentially
0: yeah yep. and he's looking he's looking for his granddaughter who yep. is one of the planet yeah, people he's done and a just yep. just ha- he just keeps passing her without knowing she's there and vice <laughs> versa although yeah. she's she looks stoned off her little gourd so <laughs> she probably wouldn't notice he was there
3: but she's got people on her face.
0: Yeah.
1: She does have PP on her face. No, <laughs> I point out the letters P drawn on her face, not Pee <laughs> <is> Pee <pee-pee. laughs>
0: And basically all the youngsters, teenagers up to about eighteen, are wandering basically they're following ley lines yeah. to stone circles and places of gathering where a big beam of light comes up and comes down even and disintegrates them all. Yep zap mm. except there's nothing left for, of them at all except when it disintegrated a dog for some reason dog skeletons are really really tough and it didn't disintegrate Oh, Did you, get you notice one or two, that
2: you get one or two mm. body parts sometimes where people are on the yeah. edges of the um... oh need...
0: yeah but this dog was right in the middle <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah and there was one survivor <laughs> yes there was for a little while for a little while. It
0: actually blows up <laughs> she does doesn't yeah she? i'm not quite sure what happened there um she was crystalline yeah, she, she was
1: Legs turning into a yeah. crystal, and then got the, to uh, a, a tipping to, point,
2: yeah. And pulse
1: started to float about the place, yeah,
2: so, as crystals
1: it, are wont to do
3: in this
2: episode. The wonderful Bernard Quatermass is played by John Mills,
3: yeah, really good job. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. yeah, he might be the definitive Quatermass. Yes. Um,
2: Simon McCulkendale in it for a fair bit, Manimal! <laughs> He was, um,
0: uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the young guy with the family, briefly. Joe Cap. Cap. Cap,
2: Cap. Cap. Yeah. that was it. So after having accused him of suicide, of... of um, sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs> um, I
0: accused you. you of suicide. <laughs> well, I'm still alive. You get,
2: you get these gatherings of these planet people, teenagers, and they get disappeared, nicely put it. The governments decide, oh, oh. Is something else going on? Would you like to help us? And eventually he figures out that it's basically some kind of alien life form that's been here before that's coming back and it's taking humans Harvesting. of a certain age. Yeah. There is a lovely conversation he has <laughs> with a perfumier, an old perfumier who tells you about musk and how they only take musk but they kill the entire rest of the animal. And it's that whole allergy of, is it something, is a flavour that they're taking from the humans? Is it a vitamin or mm. what have you? But, all the events happen at stone circles or ancient places. There's a wonderful bit where it, there's a big one at um, Wembley, mm. and they go, but that's not a stone circle. Ah, oh, but it is called the Sacred Turf. So yeah, who knows what's <laughs> yeah.
0: underneath? I just like the yeah. fact that they were describing this this death and destruction and horror, and all I was thinking was, well, that's England versus Scotland at Wembley. That's expected <laughs> to happen. <laughs> It just so a, a few
3: more deaths. That,
0: yeah, that Wembley was built on a gathering place and, of course, became a gathering place for 100,000 yeah. people. I and I like the fact they said that our ancestors built the stone circles to, as a warning to remind mm. yeah, themselves a, a where it had happened yeah. and we're just
2: too thick to have remembered. There were some interesting bits on this, Looking what we're going through now and looking at that. So the cab turns up, no money, and at yeah. the moment, we're all... No money. No money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah There's also a bit in there in that the rival gangs and the planet people don't trust scientists. Yeah. It's like mm. you're interfering. You're, you don't know what you're doing. This is nature. This is the world taking over. You have no idea. <laughs> and... There, the are, there are the arguments atmosphere. like that going on now. Yeah, you know? only amongst morons, yeah. though. Yes, Although but, you
0: did you but, did notice the king of the planet people was quick enough to pick up a gun when he wanted one.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, yeah, and he shot a lot of people. Because
2: yeah, yeah. he was quite slightly older, because it just seemed to hit up, because there was the young politician, so he would have been about yes. 22. So I get the feeling about 22, 23 might be the limit. I get the feeling the guy that's in charge of him was slightly older than that, and he was on it more for, he saw that he had a position of power, and he may not necessarily buy into it, but he certainly knew that he had a cult following.
0: He probably was, but it's as the film went on, um, it started affecting older people. Yes, because mm. that's this is why we had the uh, the Crumbly Brigade do it, finding the cure and finding this, that, and the other. And did you notice yeah. that this film should have basically been called Quatermass? ethel from eastenders <laughs> and megan from casualty save
3: the world
1: <laughs> yeah i saw
0: that ty wilcox yeah. is in it as
1: well yeah ty what yeah. ty was they in were,
3: there
0: but she was cut out of the film version completely she wasn't in no. it she wasn't in no. it at all she was
1: in the credits so and she... ethel
0: from eastenders was only in it handing out cups of tea
1: yeah, so <laughs> she was in the credits so she might have been in one of the crowd scenes but mm. essentially she was cut out completely yeah yeah That's... most
3: of the old people's stuff was cut out completely yeah but
1: ethel's the one who loved willie wasn't
3: she yes she, <laughs> was, yeah. yes.
2: she did like her little a <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot oh, of um, yeah. quite well known faces in this. The, yeah, the, yeah,
3: it was a very good cast list. Yeah. Kevin Stoney is prime minister. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the, yeah.
2: the music around the planet people reminded me somewhat of the music from Snake Dance. Yeah. Did a bit, didn't yeah. it? They're that dis- 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 all dis- <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. slightly ethereal synthesizer. No, nope. You're you're a weird
0: person, and have seen have seen this before. Is that actually a nursery rhyme, or was that made up for that this? That was completely made up think, for this. Yeah, okay. I think cool.
1: that was a, yeah, yeah, official.
2: Yeah, because it's yeah. weird as all hell. It, it, but... it's, based, it's based on the those kind of ideas of ring a ring of roses, yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. The, the allegory on that is yes, a lot of nursery rhymes are records of historical events or yeah. ways of passing on information in a very memorable bit. So he's playing on that whole kind of like oral knowledge stuff. And the stuff with the plumb lines for the ley lines between the mm. points of power, if you believe in that side of things, that is correct. That is part yeah. of that whole, whole cosmology idea. Yeah, I, I, I get the whole planet people. And I did like the fact that although they were the full guys in many ways on this. Nigel Neal didn't belittle them when he wrote them. They were still quite strong characters. He wasn't oh, yeah. making yeah. fun of them or anything else. They were as disjointed as everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But their arguments
0: for their beliefs were as strong as um, the arguments of
1: the scientists. Which yeah. you know, I did notice sort of uh, Joe Capp, where the planet people was concerned, did seem to be exceedingly prejudiced. He
0: did. So his wife and children not weren't. His wife definitely wasn't. Well, his his
1: wife, I think, was closer to their age. So perhaps at the edge of...
0: And that's another thing, Madam Riddler... You're making well, me watch a film in which two baby girls die. I, I mean, about that.
3: For <laughs> God's sake, what's wrong with you? You didn't see them die. You see they Maybe they survived <laughs> oh, so,
2: You're you saying about that, that the whole thing of he had the prejudice. I thought the bit where he, they were celebrating the Jewish festival yeah. while yeah. saying how wrong these people were about believing in their faith. And I and Nigel Neal, this is in a lot of stuff, he sort of like holds a yeah. mirror up and says, yeah. you're doing something that you're actually opposed to, but because yeah. yours is in an acceptable form that you accept yeah. and
0: theirs isn't. Basically, mm. they they were, or especially him, he was belittling their beliefs while his wife... I got the impression it's his wife Mm. um, was sharing hers with him and he was happy enough to share hers, but not to entertain the idea that theirs might
2: be valid as well. I, I, I did love with the the hater science stopped trying to know things <laughs> yes yeah i think it was written
1: originally back in the 60s at the height of the hippie mm. fad or the, the the alternative lifestyle fad mm. that it took until 79 to get it actually filmed oh really okay
3: it was a long time after the first yes. quater was what 53 in, yeah. in the 50s yeah, yeah. That, that was the well, height in the of the 50s Quatermass. and this
1: was 79 so yeah, some yeah. 20 odd years later. And by a different channel because Quatermass. the yeah. first set was bbc mm. while this one was originally itv, ITV yeah and
3: the production values are massively different mm. oh this yeah is, for a tv okay a tv slash film this is really high production value so the blu-ray looks wonderful yeah, yeah. it's all shot on film and it looks Which, great I think
2: this is where they were trying to battle against things like the survivors and the train and that kind of stuff an omega factor that the bbc were knocking out back then that when they yeah. used to do those kind of like spooky dramas.
0: Where was it filmed? The, um, the antenna. Yeah, the observatory. Yeah.
3: Was that built specially? I don't know. Cause it was, I, looked I, almost, like it I might honestly have been. don't
0: know. Cause the building where they had all their kit looked quite old. Yeah.
3: It did. But whether it was, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It was effective. <laughs> mm. It was
3: really good. If it is a location, a really good location.
1: So so was the stone circles. The, the stones look, it looks a bit, well, bit fake.
0: <laughs> from now on, when there's when we're watching something old like this, yeah. I want you chaps to wear my glasses <laughs>
3: so that you're, see, you're seeing
0: it roughly, well, if you won't be anything like I see it. But it's amazing how much crap eyesight makes these things so much
1: better because those stones yeah. look wonderful <laughs> to me. <laughs> really? It's a bit of fibreglass to me. But we, we, <laughs> we, we, Well, we didn't see it on a high-definition screen. We saw it on the laptop. Yeah. Right, yeah, I had a Blu-ray with a big screen, but yeah, still looked great.
2: Unusually yes. for these kind of stories, the whole breakdown of society wasn't anything to do with what what ultimately I came. Think but then they it started, was. they started to hint that. It was because it was a long time seed that was being planted into the young people's brains. So a lot of the acts of vandalism and that was where some of those that were more susceptible to the alien influence had already been affected. So you start off with something where there is no correlation between the two. You've already got a corrupted, yeah. broken down society. You think, what
1: the hell's happened? Yeah. 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 You got the impression that the machines underground were powering up over decades to this mm. point.
0: Yeah. I kind of, I was kind of disappointed that there was, I don't know if it happened in the series, but in the film version that we saw, no one ever dug down because I thought, Cap's wife yeah, was going to dig down far enough to discover
3: something. She said she was going to. I don't know if there is anything down there. I think it's just they are literally
1: where these things happened. Mm. Well, I got the book. I read the book back in the oh, day, okay. and in the book, the crater where the they set off the bomb, they dug down there, and either the device on the machine was vaporized with the uh, the explosion, or it was still even further down. They didn't mm. find any evidence.
0: But the end was so, so sad because I honestly didn't see it coming. I know they got the bomb and they were going to trigger the bomb. I thought they were going to do it remotely. Mm. And as the officer, the army officer who was talking them through it, he knew Quatermass was about to sacrifice himself. Why was he such a bastard to him? Why couldn't he be nice to him? <laughs> He's an you know, army Qua- officer <laughs> Quatermass asked him a question. He says, I do know what I'm doing. Says, what
1: Christ's sake. Well, certainly in nine tenths of the Quatermass stories, the military's always been the enemy. Looking mm. at Quatermass in the pit. Yeah, the general in that one was a complete and utter ass.
0: But the the struggle. Can you imagine? I mean, it looked like he he was having a heart attack. Mm. But when he knew he had to do it, he was happy to sacrifice himself. But then he saw his granddaughter, and the the way he was torn, because he knew if he pressed that button, he was was killing her, but she was Mm. dead anyway, Anyway. but he still had to do it. But when she came over and helped him, that uh, just finished me off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's sad, but also I did quite like that ending that, you know, he's reaching for the button. She's been taken over by this planet, people, but she also... She was chained by him as a scientist as well, and yeah. I get the feeling that when she saw him, it almost broke the spell. And that's she exactly what I happens. Yeah, it it mm. needed to stop, or mm. this would carry on. And um, he wasn't strong
0: enough to do it alone, it, and she and knew so, that.
2: And so she she was the one that pushed the button with him. Basically, sends the explosion up through the receiver line, and, and we yeah. don't know if Slaps it if on it the destroys wrist. the ship, the, the the signal, if it just. As they said, you know, it's like a wasp sting. It, it stings you enough to put you off. But there was a, there was some comparison you were telling me about, Keith. That um,
0: when we send up the Mars probe, oh yeah. so, somewhere on Mars there are the equivalents of termites, and we send the Mars probe up to just get some soil samples, and the termites are begging and begging and begging <laughs> with the the rover for. A, want of a better name to stop doing it to say why are you doing this why are you doing this but the rover doesn't even know they're there and destroys them and that's what this was to earth. It mm. was It
1: was a probe. It didn't even acknowledge we were there. We're so far below it. In the book, that was the analogy that they gave, mm. uh, there, uh, lot, gave. I
2: think there's a line in there, isn't it? That's sort of like when they're saying about bargaining with it, they say the ripe right fruit can't bargain with the harvester. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Human race
3: has been harvested, he said. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me a lot of Children of Earth. I think Children of Earth owes a lot to this particular story. Oh, certainly, yeah. There's a lot of elements, like the, the kids being targeted, particularly an alien race coming along and harvesting them. Quite a bit, even at one point... I don't know where he gets it from, but he thinks how it's to enrich the lifestyles of these, yeah. uh, what do you call it, inconceivable beings.
2: Well, a bit like the the, the perfume enriches our lifestyles. It's it's yeah. totally useless, but we love that right. perfume. Like, but, yeah,
3: like the four, five, six, skinny high on, on yeah. kids in the, yeah. in Torchwood.
2: Gee. Yeah? Could you recommend something happier next time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do you think in terms of the general flow of the Quatermass films? Because the first one was obviously the, the astronauts coming back, we. Which then experiment. became the crinoids. Effectively, um, you had quite a mess in the pit, which dealt with that's the third one, the psycho You, the experiment where people were food. So I suppose <laughs> in some ways the second one and this one were quite similar in Ooh, terms. Second,
3: of, second one, equation mass two. Yeah, that's the one where they're taking over the government, isn't
2: it? Yeah, but it's also about food production, human Zip. feud. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mean this. It, it's how to cook humans. <laughs> kind of <stuff>. okay, yeah. <laughs> not how to cook for humans then you had the pit then you had this yeah. one and they all seem to deal with society how society reacts you know with hob and the quake mass and the pit and Ooh. then this one is how society breaks down reacts how do you think it fits in with the others i i think it
1: it flows and and it's a prop as it says it's a proper conclusion is a nice Depressing. <laughs> a nice <laughs> underscore. But they all lived happily in the after. You saw the, you saw the green grass and the little children playing at the end. And of the cows. And the cows, yes. Yeah, that cow that Eating wandered the... across was very random. <laughs> anyway, you were saying.
3: <laughs> Eat your flower or something
1: or something. No, uh, sure. <laughs> I, I, think it, it, flows as a saga. You, if you include the everything, it comes as as a quite nice middle, beginning, middle, and end
2: saga. And how do you think it stood up time wise? Yeah, this, what, this is not one. Too, yeah.
1: Excellently. Really, well.
2: If
0: this was um, shown in slightly less blurry formats, <laughs> I, w- I would have happily, yeah, I would have been impressed by this today. Obviously, yeah. it wouldn't have been set mm. in 79, but no, I, I thought it, it's held up wonderfully well. And it was really, yeah. really good to see the old Wembley. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, this is a story that they could easily remake now because all it oh, be, yeah. would be to have an EM pulse come yeah, out first. That would knock <laughs> all yeah. the... um yeah. That takes the mobile phones and everything out of the equation. The only problem is now that it set out an EM pulse and we know that everyone would just sit quietly indoors.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's very bleak, though. It, so many people died. Fact, do any of the main characters actually survive, I think... No. <laughs> no. Any of them do.
0: Because they no. kept or whatever his name was. Shot. He'd shot. He get
3: randomly shot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Quatermass is dead. <laughs> Ethel from EastEnders is dead. The well, mother and her two lovely daughters were Eth-
1: there. Ethel might be
3: survived because she got on the truck and drove off. Oh, yeah. Death count is pretty much total for the characters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. 80,000 people at Wembley. As I said, you know, that's quite calm compared to an England versus Scotland match. <laughs> <but>. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And that, that's without Russia and America
1: and the because it, because yeah, it, it wasn't just England. The, the whole thing was going on over all the world. If so mm. I remember rightly mm. sort of Disneyland got hit
3: i will do (laughs) it? I think so. In the series. Yeah. I definitely recommend, if you're going to watch it, watch the four-part series. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So much is cut out. Yeah. Nothing story-wise is really lost.
0: Yeah, it just suddenly... But it
3: just feels so compressed.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it suddenly jumps. Yeah. Um, as you said, yeah. you know, the, you still follow the story, but there's clearly a whole lot of stuff chunks chunks taken out after he um started working with the Crumbly Brigade. Mm.
2: Yeah,
3: you don't see them at all until yeah. right to the end.
2: And there are bits in that, like the discussions with the perfumer. Yeah, that have relevance mm. to the final working out how to lure them in and that kind of stuff with mm. pheromones and the noise. And...
3: I definitely recommend the the network Blu-ray. Yeah, no real special features, but the picture and all audio quality are really good they've done a really good job restoring it
0: all right we'd like to know what you people thought of quatermass conclusion or as it was known quatermass, quatermass the tv series you can tell us all about it <laughs> by writing to show <laughs> at
2: staggering stories. dot
1: net woohoo <laughs>
3: So now time to look at what we've been doing over the last few weeks of our incarceration at least for some of us the <laughs> new frotsum and jetsum <laughs>
0: Right, now, this has taken a while. A while? Okay. A while? It's, this been this taken, years, it's been almost 20 years, woman. 30 years. 30 nearly. years, sorry. 30 years. <laughs> but I have started watching Babylon 5. <laughs> oh, yeah, good.
1: Good, good,
0: good. I'm on season <laughs> Look out for
1: the clues. 3. Since, <laughs> season. Two. Oh, it's been difficult. It has been difficult. Uh, yeah.
0: Apparently I've been reacting completely properly. There was <laughs> one point where, um, you've got Morden. And I can't remember who was he talking to. Londo, and his Probably. face went into shadow, and there was a thing, and I nearly hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I When this came out, I was a DS Nine fan, big DS Nine fan. Still love DS Nine. Think it's the best of the. I've trials. got no
1: problem DS Nine.
0: And. I just couldn't get into Babylon 5. I, it might have had something to do with having a tiny baby at the time and a toddler. Yeah. But, you know. And over the years, I've just never bothered. I've seen and the
1: odd one or two. And let us not forget the biscuit jokes.
0: And yes, every time Keith yeah. was watching it, I would make a, a biscuit joke <laughs> when Mr.
1: W- Garibaldi was <laughs> on the screen. It wander through and <laughs> so, crumbs.
0: So I've never actually seen a complete version apart from the very, very last episode, which I watched with Adam because apparently yep. he wanted to cry in front of me me for some unknown <laughs>
3: I'm sure I didn't
0: um, <laughs> I'm sure I didn't so I thought bugger it what the hell I'm going to start watching Babylon 5, and we've got from season one to season three in the space of a week and a half. <laughs> oh
1: wow! It's okay. been
0: quite impressive. We're, we're we've been halfway through. Three, sometimes four episodes a night, and I'm completely head over heels in love with it. I think it's marvellous.
1: And and okay. personally, you don't know how difficult it has been when something happens on screen <laughs> that is going to be important <laughs> later, but yeah, you don't yeah. want to know. What
0: no, it... <laughs> I won't let him tell me anything.
1: You keep on asking questions. But
0: I've told you, if yeah. I ask the question twice, yeah. then you can answer yeah. it. If I just ask the question <laughs> once, it's just me speaking out loud and thinking out loud. Ooh,
1: so mm. what does he have to do with that? Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Character-wise, oh God, some shows I have complete favourite characters and I mm-hmm. just make sure I follow their storyline no matter what. This, there's so many of them. Oh my word. Garibaldi is just... <laughs> fantastic. Ivanova is on another planet. She's brilliant. <laughs> Delenn is amazing. And mm. I am so angry with Londo. When it started, yeah. oh, and Andreas Katsulas, who played, played Jakar, is yeah. possibly one of the best actors I've ever seen. The guy was yeah, amazing. He really is. But yeah. I was getting more and more angry with Londo. As the series mm-hmm. has gone on, You're he's meant just, to. just yeah. so disappointing. Yeah, and Veer yeah. is like a baby bird who doesn't know where he is and really shouldn't be there. <laughs> and I was so glad when he got sent to Minbar, even though he keeps coming back. Oh, it's just that. And Kosh, <laughs> good God, answer the bloody question!
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he works on a completely different <laughs> level to everybody else. He, you he can't does. think down to our level.
2: Well, oh, oh, I have it's... never seen any episodes of Babylon oh, Five, so this is I all recommend recommend to it. me. <laughs>
0: Oh, watch Babylon 5. It's uh, yes. it's just fantastic. I'm 30 years late to the party, but yeah. good grief, it's brilliant. It really is. And I learnt something because I've been a couple of people I chat to online.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: been avoiding spoilers for later on, but I tell them yep. where I'm up to. And I didn't know that Jeff Conaway, who played Zach mm-hmm. Allen, um, yep. He also played Kaniki in Greece and was wonderful. Um, he <laughs> got the role of Zack because he watched the first series of B5 and was really, really impressed with it, thoroughly enjoyed it. And the studios were close to where he lived, so he nipped along to watch it being filmed. And he got recognised and asked if he wanted to do some background work, and it started from there. Oh, Ooh, really? Because, yeah. because
1: re watching it, he does appear in the background of a couple of episodes, latter episodes of season one. Yeah. He doesn't actually take take part of it, but he is in the background. Is he in season one
3: really? He is he is
1: in season one, but he's not credited. He's not a main character. He's just sort of walking from A to B. Yeah.
0: Mm. And then then he became zach although I'm I was for a while rather disappointed in him as well. But Oh, was it? He joined the Night's Watch. And and not and not the really good Jon Snow one.
3: The extra 50 credits a week, just yeah, for being a I, you know?
0: I was saying to Keith, you know, I'm very disappointed in him. It's clearly the wrong thing to do, but 50 credits a week when you're just a grunt
1: security officer is a lot of money. As I was, <laughs> yeah, up. As I was explaining to you, it's little steps. You know, if you've done that, you yeah. can do this. If you've yeah. done this, you can do There's that. A lot, and so- and suddenly a lot you're of that in B5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And, oh. Which is Londo all
1: I, over. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely.
0: Oh, but what gets me with Londo? Okay. You choose the wrong sides. But if he, um when they were destroying the Narn homeworld, oh, when they yeah. were, mm. and he's standing on the the uh, Centauri battleship looking yeah, at it, great, him, it's being bombed. If he'd, yeah. oh, it was an amazing scene. If he'd stood yeah. there with a look of pride, I'd have thought, no. oh, you utter bastard. But that would have been it. But he looked at that. With absolute distress on his hover. face, mm. but he carried on doing it. He carried on doing everything, even though he knew what he
1: was doing was wrong. Gene. Yep. Gene, mm-hmm. watch Babylon 5. You can join <laughs> in the conversation then. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's what I like, of, what I
0: like is <laughs> so far is that little things that pop up in episodes aren't forgotten.
2: Yeah, like You had yeah. this,
0: the one I was telling you about, the, the episode where you find out about Ivanova's mother being a telepath and how mm-hmm. she used to in touch her one. mind in yeah. season one. And one of my questions that wasn't allowed to be answered was, well, surely they know she must be a latent telepath. Do they come back to this? Don't answer that. <laughs> and, they, and they did.
3: <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the great thing about B five. The, the main storyline is all plotted out already. Yeah, it's all yeah. there. It's just a case of working up to all the major plot points, and the character arcs are in place. It's like an onion. You you slowly reveal yeah. the different layers. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah, you don't
3: um, realise it in season one necessarily yeah. until towards mm. the end. Yeah. In season two, you really start to appreciate. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was set up.
0: But it's you guys. I used to hear you and Crumbly mocking Sinclair. I thought he was I, I thought he was Captain absolutely Mug- fantastic. He was so he good. Was. And, he was. He and when, was. And when, they, when he, because he, cause he's now what Valen or something? He's the Mimbari god or something? I, I don't know. He's but, but when he came back and he was. More than he was before. It's just, ah, mm. uh, I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> But then, but then I go on IMDb and look them all up, and most of them are dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Unfortunately, it's been depressing. horrifying.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. But literally, about half of them, which is yeah. crazy.
0: We we played the um the opening credits game.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. was back in alive, the day.
0: Alive, dead. <laughs> but yeah. no, any anyone who hasn't seen it, um, please, I do recommend it. It's so good.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm actually in mind, the first season could be a little bit ropey, it can see a bit monster
1: of the week. Yeah, but it does first, find its feet.
0: I'd i monster of the week so much, as long as
1: it's not too much... So first mm. season and, and last season, I'd mm. say, can be dispensed—well, not dispensed with, but bared with. Mm.
0: Don't tell yeah, me anything about the last season,
3: please. There is something of a bell la, 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 it. La, 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 y- la. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But like I said, that wasn't necessarily their fault because they thought they'd lost the uh, the television History. studio, so they they wrapped yeah. everything up in the fourth season. Okay. So
3: but there were still yes. bits left over. There, it was—it's yeah. not completely barren. I was surprised when we went back to do the when we went back to do the commentaries for those, just how much of Season 5 is actually quite good and quite important. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, watching Babylon 5, crying at video games, and that's pretty much it.
1: (laughs) That's more or less the same thing I've been doing. I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077, which is a great, fantastic game, despite... The bugs i I personally oh, really? haven't noticed there's been occasional people that have suddenly appeared out of midair, and I think there was once <laughs> a, a bike that fell in the, out of the sky in front of me. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: okay, but the, that <laughs> I, I I'm that wasn't part of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But I I have enjoyed I've enjoyed the game immensely. I've been enjoying this immensely, and I would have done other things, but I have been sitting on the sofa <laughs> besides Karen, shoving socks in my mouth, <laughs> trying not to say, "Watch this bit! Watch this bit!" <laughs> now don't go out of the room now. This is important. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing. And as I said personally, I've enjoyed watching. Karen watch it because yeah. I can I can live vicariously through yeah, her yeah. at the the sudden shocks oh. and I mean the scene in the corridor when they walked past Talia and you suddenly saw the half visible shadows and she let she leapt yeah. leapt off <laughs> yeah. of the sofa and pointed and
0: Besta what a wanker <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> yep. I mean is it bad and, and Ivanova can't catch a break <laughs> no. everyone she knows has has been killed or murdered and then she just realises she's fallen in love with Talia. And she gets taken away and, if Bester is to be believed, dissected. That mm-hmm. was
1: horrible. And the, the, the fact so, is... The thing
2: I have learnt from this is, don't become that person's partner. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. the fact is, Bester is played by... Walter Koenig. Walter Koenig, who was Chekhov. And Chekhov is a nice, cuddly, lovable yeah. little character. And every well... time
0: I've seen Walter Koenig on anything, you know, fan-wise, he's happy. Bester is yep. not. Oh, <laughs> no. his eyes. Good God.
3: The closest, besta came,
0: the closest Vester came to being acceptable was when they gave him that injection to deaden his powers that one episode, and he was mm.
1: almost likable. What I do like about Walter Koenig is he chose to play the part with a withered arm. There is nothing in oh, the yes. script, mm. nothing in the character description, but if you look at his left left arm. left arm it hardly ever moves, and the fist is always clenched, yeah yep there's a bit in one of the novels explaining that
0: one other thing that um I'd noticed, and I had to look up. Ivanova only wears one earring. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I thought, oh dear. That how, new was d- he? how did that get through? How silly. Yeah. No, she no. she wears one earring um in memory of her brother cuz her yeah. brother gave yep. her it. But it's yep. also in real life the actress lost her brother. Uh-huh. So she Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, it's amazing what you learn <laughs> 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 when you look things up. So, yeah, there you go. Watch Babylon 5. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> Sorry to be late to the party.
1: What have I been saying? I what know,
0: have... but I don't believe you.
1: I oh, know.
3: <laughs> be Star Cops next.
0: There <laughs> is a the limit. I've watched Star Cops and it's excrement on the toilet oh, seat of life. Oh, 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 <laughs>
1: fighting That's a bit harsh. That is a Was bit a, harsh. A little harsh. <laughs> oh, well.
0: Uh, what about you two? You got anything to flotsam and jetsam about? Nope. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? unless what? you ca- unless you count master Seth junior australia no <laughs>
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay Resident Alien. Well, been catching a bit of Resident Alien. Oh, that's oh, yeah, good. have been, enjoying, I've been that. enjoying that. Yeah, that's getting quite good. Yeah. I started watching an old, I think, Channel 4 thing called GBH, which oh, I'm yeah. sure you, you all know. And I've just got up to the episode where they're at a hotel during a Doctor Who convention.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God.
3: Yeah. <laughs> fornicate, fornicate, fornicate. <laughs> but yeah, not much. No.
0: Okay. Well, can we chuck a 30-second recommendation in on top of this, then? Let's go for it. We've been watching, we've blitzed it in two days. Yeah, I've we're almost finished. We were very annoyed that we had to actually turn it off to come and do the podcast because we were on the final <laughs> episode. Netflix, it's called Irregulars and it's about oh, yeah. the Baker Street Irregulars that worked with Sherlock Holmes but it's mm-hmm. something a little bit special. A little bit really different. Really is a little bit different. Spooky, yeah. Yeah, it's all um, supernatural. We'll yeah. just say supernatural.
1: Yeah, I'm also we'll say st- st- supernatural, um, yep.
0: Every single episode has been a work of art. The The young yeah. people who are the Irregulars are top-notch. Sherlock and Dr. Watson are not how you were used to the, seeing them.
1: They if you are anyway a Sherlockian fan, then this would not interest you. To a certain extent It might even enrage you
0: Yeah probably When
2: <laughs> was this it? <laughs> it made? It's it, new it? It's new on Netflix new yeah, yeah I think it debuted This March week March 26th Yeah Because yeah. I know There used to be a series The Baker Street Irregulars But No this yeah. is
0: just Irregulars let try a
2: bit more
3: Roughage Yes
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't recognise Any of the young actors They're all very much At the beginning Of their careers It's got the hound From Game of Thrones In it He's
1: been in at least Two episodes Yeah
0: I recognise the guy Playing Dr. Watson So but I do I I, I, I don't recognise looked- her I haven't but looked him
1: up on IBD. If
0: you've got Netflix, really is worth a look.
3: Hmm. I don't. We'll have at some point.
0: <laughs> and the other one was the flight, flight attendant. attendant which is Sky One starring Kaylee Cuoco of Big Bang Theory oh, yeah. and she is an air hostess yep she's a lush she's a drinker she, 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 her life she's is chaos. shag case. everything that moves she is a, a disaster waiting to happen
1: drinks herself into unconsciousness
0: yeah. and she wakes True up to life. Uh, she checked up with this guy during a stopover and wakes up and he's dead in bed beside her with his throat cut and <laughs> she can't remember anything that happens she frat- starts to clean everything up and runs away and things descend badly from there it's mm. funny yes
1: <laughs> clearly yeah. what, 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 what i like about it is it, when she seems to be under stress we suddenly have flashbacks and she's back in the hotel room talking to the corpse yeah. and the corpse is setting her questions and Whoa. trying to find out mm. what's going on
3: yeah
0: so clearly it's her subconscious yeah but it's him in various straight states of undress and various states of woundedness yes
1: various states of death mm. and it also mm. has as possibly the murderess. we don't know yet. Certainly as a fanatical ex-girlfriend, Michelle. Michelle
0: Gomez. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who does some very good things with knives. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) She gets accosted. These poor guys. It's clearly a stag night. They're all dressed up in black and red striped jumpers, all three sheets to the wind. And I think one of them he tried to dance with her. Yeah. Yeah, he regretted that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: quite. (laughs) It's it's been my notice that she's since who, she's got on lot got a lot of these slightly manic, dangerous characters to play
0: yeah mm. it's because when she smiles in real life when she smiles, people wonder who she's just killed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, flight attendant, Sky One, worth a look. We're intrigued at the moment. We haven't got to the end of that one, so yeah. we are intrigued. Mm. We'll
0: stop talking now.
1: <laughs> These people with there th- with time off.
0: <laughs> Two weeks holiday. Oh,
3: only just started. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like on a four day weekend. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so is everyone. That's next weekend, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. We have been watching some Doctor Who on TV, haven't we? Ooh, mm. We, we have. have. We've been watching Sarah Jane Smith's first adventure, Which The Time called. Warrior. Pause for music.
0: Over to you, Jean. Why me? Why me? Because <laughs> we've been talking a lot, and it's not fair. I've got no juice. Would you like
1: some juice? No, we can wait. Okay. Or is that the royal we? (laughs) (laughs) We (laughs) We can can wait. wait.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, June. The Time Warrior. So this is the last season of John Mm Pertwee. And it's the first episode we have Liz Sladen in. Um, Basically, scientists have been disappearing. So the Boo deer in his infinite wisdom locks them all into one building. As he puts it, putting all his eggs in one basket, as the Doctor says, that's fine until someone nicks the basket. <laughs> and Sarah Jane turns up, pretending to be her Aunt Lavinia. Yep. The Doctor twigs and knows instantly that she's not her Aunt Lavinia, but doesn't <laughs> grasp her up. And it goes from there. Meanwhile, back in the Dark Ages... Middle Ages. <gasps> Middle Ages. A star has fallen. Iron Grond is going to get his star. Unfortunately, he bumps into a Sontaran. It's a bugger <laughs> when that happens.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Lynx. Yep, Sontaran's Lynx, and Lynx <laughs> needs scientists from the future. I wonder how the two halves of this are going to meet in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. I was intrigued. This also had Doc Cotton in it. Yes, it did. Yes, did. Brown. <laughs> we seem to be doing
3: an EastEnders thing tonight. Right, we do, yeah. But she hasn't got her fags. The other one hasn't got her willy. Yeah, so I don't know. They all missing their uh, accessories, aren't they?
2: So have you seen this one before, Adam?
3: No, it's the first time I've ever seen it.
2: Oh. Really? What did you think? Yep. It's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think okay. of the fact that the first thing Sarah Jane does is lie to the Doctor?
3: Well, yeah, it shows her true character, is, isn't it? it really <laughs> <does>. <laughs> She's a journalist. Yes. Investigative journalist, I suppose. Mm. But still, to lie and get there on false potency seems a little underhand.
0: Also for the fact that it was, it was a stupid lie. <laughs> I mean, the the doctor tweaked it in three seconds flat. The fact that uh, yeah. Lavinia Smith well, wrote um, the Great History of Nothing when Sarah Jane was about five. Well, I I, I,
1: <laughs> I don't think this actually tells much about uh, Sarah Jane's lying ability, or the fact that the way the Brigadier is willing to believe anything,
0: especially if it's pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs>
1: But Paul
3: Briggs only in that first episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, I wonder if you know we went when we reviewed robots. We mentioned her shamelessly using her wiles. <laughs> I wonder if she did that <laughs> to get in.
1: May, may have been, may have been, yes. Mm. Uh, could be, could be.
3: <laughs> yeah, so not only is it Sarah Jane Smith's first story. It's the first some Taran. First some mm-hmm. Taran. The new opening credits, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Which are much more associated with Tom Baker. Yes. And here we've got a scary full body of John Pertwee yeah. flying off into space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they did that, because they didn't do that with anyone else.
3: No. It
2: was always just the head. Maybe so
3: Troughton had had but his heads for a bit.
2: They might have felt Pertwee... that this didn't work as well, and that's why I yeah. dropped it. Yeah. Hmm. It was quite the one thing I did like on this is that although it's the first episode with the Santaran, we didn't go for mm-hmm. the usual Oh, it's an alien, which one are you? The doctor knew who he was. Yeah. Mm. There was no investigative from from that point of view. He saw it, he knew it was a Sontaran. And he knew they were fighting yeah. the Rutans. Yeah, I mean...
3: They, it, were they mentioned? I don't know yeah. the Rutans actually mentioned. Uh,
2: yeah, I yeah, thought they were. were they? It's
3: only Gallifrey is mentioned. First yeah, time this Gallifrey is the first time Gallifrey is
1: mentioned. For the Sontarans, everything is there, they're, they're set up, and that idea hasn't changed a great deal, really down the years no, they've always no. fought the von, uh rutans
3: yeah forever and
1: ever and ever and also the whole centauran makeup is there through the militaristic combat and and honor it's mm. a it's a perverted honor i will admit but they they have a sense of honor there mm. and i think that is yeah. that is a great tell to oh, oh god what's his name kevin Lindsay. Kevin Lindsay. <laughs> Kevin Lindsay is, is such a lively, dramatic portrayal, is that is more or less, except for Strax, as we've got to, is how mm. the Centaurans have been, have been displayed. It seems to me that Strax's voice is presumably deliberately a lot like yeah, Kevin Lindsay's Centauran mm. voice. Yeah, I think, I think in uh, Invasion of Time, they went very, Whispery and raspberry. which didn't really yeah, suit it was, them. it was ice no. worry, yeah, worry yeah. alike, wasn't it? No, which I'm mm. pu- which I'm putting down to Gallifreyan atmosphere affected the <laughs> vocals. Try <laughs> <laughs> remember, were they in two Doctors too? No, not no. really. No, they no, they, they not. were. They chose a hell of a lot taller actors. I know that much, but they, yeah, they not gravity
0: whispered. is a lot lighter than on Sontar, so they <laughs> were suddenly like a foot and a half taller. <laughs> Don't glare at
3: me. Lynx <laughs> <laughs> wasn't quite as short as I expected, to be fair. No. Mm. He was still taller than Sarah Jane. Yeah. He must have been about five six-ish, I I, would have I, thought.
1: Yeah, I, I do remember when they the exhibition used to be up and running and they had uh, the modern Centaurian uniforms and the classic series mm. Centauran uniforms and the modern actors are a hell of a lot smaller. Mm. You know, they, they've gone bit too far the other way i think <laughs> no,
0: I, I don't know I, I like the i like the idea of them being squats but, violent yeah. little trolls
1: and so i i think i think yeah. Sontarans, personally Sontarans work better when they're on their own than when they're in a group mm. myself possibly mm. yeah yeah just the lone centaur instead of a group of centaurans. probably
3: true and old Toadface here was good fun yeah because <laughs> All he was doing was using scientists to repair his ship. Yeah, all the stuff happening with Iron oh, Goner, God. whatever his name is, trying to take over the other castle. It was just a bit of fun. Yeah. To, oh, to yeah. Links.
0: He was enjoying um mixing the ants. Yeah, that's what he
1: said. Humoring yeah. the toddlers. Yeah, poking them, guns the the and yeah. yeah. that kind yeah. of
0: stuff. Daddy's working what? now, but you go and play with this.
1: Yeah. And again I do like the fact that from behind the scenes apparently one of the rumours from the series is the director told Kevin Lindsay how they're pronounced.
0: He said it was pronounced sontarans
3: Yes.
1: And
0: Kevin Lindsay said, I'm a Sontaran, I know how they're
3: pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck. Yeah. And like metabolis and metabilis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, an interesting idea to go back to the Middle Ages. I don't think Doctor had been back in the past in John Pertwee's time. No. no but he stuck. The odd bit
1: here and there. Yeah, he yeah, was stuck for most
3: of yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I mean, the yeah. only time he ever went back in the past was usually when the past visited it in the form of dinosaurs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. he
1: went to
3: Atlantis briefly, didn't he? I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Time monster. Basically, we hadn't been back in time since, I don't know, Second Doctor. It had been a good five years. It's been since... quite a while. Yeah. yeah. This is written by Robert Holmes. Yes. I know he didn't like doing historicals, which yeah. is bizarre. Yeah. Because you think some of his greatest stuff like Talon's and Wing Chiang.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Set
0: in the past. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the, it's the ju- juxtaposition of modern in the past. Yeah. I, d- I don't yeah. think
0: they do enough in the uh, Dark Ages and the Middle Ages. I mean, the King's Demons was the Dark Ages, and that was excellent. That's one of my favourites. And this Mm. as well, this is the Middle Ages. Again, it's... One I could happily watch yeah. several
2: times. I think the closest uh, yeah. they have got is with Jodie, the Witchfinder one. That went to that similar, yeah. cu- similar kind of period. Mm. It does have one of my favourite
1: lines by uh, um Pertwee's doctor when Sarah James asks him, "You're serious about this, aren't you? Uh, about what I do, yes. Not necessarily how I do it."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I love the bit with the what, was it Professor Rubik's, <laughs> where Rubin. they're
1: all Rubish, um,
0: yeah. Rubbish. That was it. They're yeah. all under the. All the other scientists are under the influence of Lynx's hypno zappy mate. hypno thing mm. and Rubish isn't then he insists it's because he has a more powerful mind, but really it's because he left his glasses behind and he can't see a damn thing. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah can't yeah. see well one enough to be hypnotized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how it works, but
2: know. I like the line with, um, is there anything I can do? You can make coffee. I don't make coffee. Why are you going in there? To make myself a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to, this doctor's totally different from the doctor we know. I, I love John Pertwee's yeah. doctor, but this doctor likes alcohol and doesn't like the other doctor i like doesn't like alcohol and lies. What happens between three and ten? <laughs> <laughs> many things. Yeah, yeah. many,
3: many yeah. things. He comes across a little bit sexist too. in this oh, yeah. well, Dr. again,
1: it's it's you got to take in for the the age that it was filmed in because this was seventy three, seventy four. Well, yeah, but they're clearly setting up well, Sarah they, Jane as yeah. being an independent. But I think uh, yeah. I think that's the point. There's the there's the clash juxtaposition. You got yeah. They've invented someone to. Challenge his point of view. Whereas Job would ideals. smile
0: sweetly and do as she was told. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah.
2: Sarah says, "Make your own damn coffee." Yeah, we have picked up on before because, i like I think in the demons, yeah, he's quite sexist to Job pretty much all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, he is a man of man of that time. And I'm not sure quite actually with him if it's sexism or if it's racism. And I mean that in terms of the human, human race. race. <laughs> Maybe. He, he, he sometimes talks to the brigadier and that as well. well. He, like, often, you he know... often talks to the brigadier like that. <laughs> it's that wonderful thing about, uh, I'm not entirely sure it's because of her sex. It, I think it might be more to do with her race. In a, an alien race version.
3: <laughs> At one point, just say something about the fairer sex. Mm. Put Sarah Jane Smith down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay, yeah. You're clearly, the, the writer decided that the doctor should be a little bit sexist to highlight the fact that she's part of the women's lib Sarah Jane Smith so Mm. yeah it's just a weird time I suppose but uh, yeah it feels a bit strange now particularly given we got a female doctor (laughs) yeah I I, I think
1: it's I think it's also down to that again during the point of period it is it is trying to show how modern the show was for that period,
2: mm. the, yeah. the
1: juxtaposition. Now we think it's quaint and... But we are surrounded by medieval people. Yeah. So wouldn't it be more
3: obvious for them to be sexist?
0: You'd have thought, but apart from the Queen...
3: Mm. Who, who was the most powerful member of, mm. of that couple.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. The the, <laughs> the
1: duke at that point isn't very uh, very strong or vocal... Yeah.
0: But apart from her, no. I don't think you see any other women, do you? I think there's a, down in, there yeah, might have there's there's been a some wench. Some servants.
1: Sort of, yeah, yeah you've you got a couple of wenches because there's the scene in the kitchen. You're cutting yeah. and peeling. Where are you living? The Middle Ages? Of course you're living in the Middle Ages.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, I do like yeah. how proactive that. Sarah is. Yeah, she goes after the doctor, thinking he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes to effectively kidnap him. I mean, see, the it's, it's whatever, easy to yeah.
0: laugh at, you know, go "Oh God, you silly woman, what are you doing?" But she didn't know, no, and
1: she she, she was yeah. showing courage. Yeah, she'd stowed away aboard the TARDIS to find out what was going on, and, and she found out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I liked the fact she didn't even, didn't even believe they'd gone back in time. Yes, she thought it was all being you know, happens or a stage show yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Well, come on, let's let's face it. If someone put you in a box and then let yeah, you out an it. hour later, you wouldn't automatically think, damn it, I've gone
2: back in time.
3: <laughs> no, and that's how it should be. They don't yeah. do that enough, Yeah, you mm. back yeah. in this period.
2: It is quite a small cast as well. Relatively. You've got Iron Grond and his half a dozen guys. You've got Your almost three acts. gross. you then got the lady Boba Fett. and her husband is sort of like yeah. with their... their and then you have got the scientists. You've got three kind of like distinct groups, but it's still quite a smallish cast all in all.
1: Uh, I I would yeah. also like to point out something that we've missed is the fact that uh, one of the characters is called Hal the Archer, who was the original yep. Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, oh Boba Fett. yeah, Jeremy Brett. <laughs> Brett, Jeremy Bullock. Yeah. Mm. Not Jeremy, Jeremy Brett. Brett. It was <laughs> Holmes, yeah. And he had lots of hair. <laughs>
3: They all had lots of hair, lots of very fake hair, yeah. <laughs> on their heads and on their gins.
2: <laughs> I, if I remember rightly, I think his character was in there to be the new assistant if they didn't find someone. There what? was a um how? Yeah, I, I Th-
3: seem I yeah. remember
2: reading somewhere that when they wrote the episode, they hadn't actually cast the assistant, and so they kind of like built this character in. This, mm. this young adult, so that if they hadn't sorted anything out, he could then be become the mm. assistant. So no, have yeah. heard that.
3: They did that a fair bit. Mm. There's a lot of almost companions Good, in the massacre. Cool. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh,
2: Delta
0: and the Bannerman, Ray. Yeah.
3: Most yeah. obvious
0: one And knew who Penny In Partners
3: yes. in Crime What's the name From Live Birds? Oh yeah Faceless oh, oh, Ones Oh she was actually
2: of the part Mary Sue Yeah she, actually, she turned oh, it down be. She turned it down
3: Yeah Good career move for her Quite <laughs> frankly <laughs> indeed, did indeed Also not only Boba Fett But also Harry from Boone Yeah Do you remember Boone
0: Oh yeah <laughs> good god was iron Gron. yeah some marvelous overacting among iron oh, right. Gron and blood axe and the gang There's
3: a lot of good overacting yeah uh, very much in keeping with the, the characters yeah not the best double act that uh,
1: bob holmes ever wrote but they're pretty good though nonetheless yeah, yeah. it's just starting he's not into his prime yet so
0: what, what do you guys mm. think of this as sarah jane's first episode how did she how did she come across
1: yeah, I, I enjoyed it. She was a a, very, a strong dominant character. Get out of it. Did you do you remember seeing it when it came out? I do remember seeing when it came out. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I think was you was that, born was that, I that, Thank you. Like December 73. Thank you. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. much
0: there, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I, wasn't I was born <laughs> until
3: plants spiders. <laughs> I was
0: 3 years old, so
2: I'd have been in bed when this came on. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I remember this story and I Always loved Sarah Jane. She was my role model growing up. That's why when I mm. did the interview with Liz Sladen, I'm not quite sure who was more nervous, me or her, at that point, because <laughs> of the time <laughs> period. But it wasn't the Sarah Jane we got to know. You can see no. it's still a very no. nervous character. There's a level of, of comfort and strength that's yet to come out. But I do yeah. like the character in this. I do like there are mm. elements where... She is thinking. She's everything that a Doctor Who assistant should be and an assistant the Doctor wants. She's curious. She's asking questions. She might be making the wrong conclusions, but she's actually trying to think through, she's thinking. through and reason yeah. them. Exactly.
0: She's so, she's so far outside her comfort zone here. It's all yeah. new. Yeah. So she's, she's bound to make mistakes.
3: Yeah, and also I think she probably doesn't really come into Rona's character until Tom Baker. Yeah. I don't think there was any animosity between them. But I'm not sure it's quite as warmer appearing a off screen as it, it it was with Tom.
0: Well, he knew he was going. He knew yeah. that was it.
3: Yeah, he'd lost a lot of people close to him, one way or another. I see Katie Manning had left. Roger Delgado died. died.
1: Yeah, They're reading her autobiography, she does remember her relationship with John Pertwee as prickly to begin with, simply oh, really? because okay. simply because of not not. Animosity and no no anger and hatred. Just but just uncertainty a bit. Yes, yeah.
0: But we we've said we've said it before though that some companions that have crossed doctors they work so much better with one compared to the other, and Sarah Jane yeah. will always be the fourth doctor's yeah. companion. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's odd how that happens. Mm. Certainly that was true with Clara. Yeah. Clara with 11th doctor was pretty rubbish, And she <laughs> did sort of, of improve a bit her, with her. Uh, her brilliance went Capaldi. up
0: loads. I mean, she was brilliant with Matt, <laughs> but with uh, Capaldi, she was
1: top notch. So it's a bit odd because they aren't cast against no. those doctors. No. Yeah. It's so interesting you, how it works. Yes. Yeah. You, you build yeah. a character to reflect or bounce off someone's personality mm. and then it suddenly clicks with someone completely different yeah yeah long shanked rascal with a mighty nose That's a, uh, yeah, yeah, a that, great way to describe Look, <laughs> <to a> <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's looking into the distance smiling oh yeah look
0: he knows we're talking about him you bet we oh. bet we better oh oh We'd better say hello to him, hadn't we? As uh, we're we talking made, about we should, him. We we
1: should. Yeah. One, yep. two, three.
0: Hello, hello head, head of per per three. Three. Oh, he's Not so smiled.
2: long shanked one. No, he's yeah. very lacking <laughs> in He's still shanks. got an
1: enormous nose, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, he <it> is. <laughs> Although this, this is his final season, yeah. and he mm-hmm. knows he is leaving, you still got a vibrancy in his actual portrayal of the Doctor. He's not phoning it in. Oh, I God, think, no.
1: no, I think at this point, it's like a set of castable shoes. He knows... What to do, where to do, and and he's not phoning in, but could almost do it sleepwalking. But then yes. he mm.
0: loved the role; he was oh, the yeah. Doctor, yeah. And even you know, whenever he was out in public, whenever he was oh, con, oh, yeah, and... whatever, he became the Doctor, and he clearly adored the role till yeah. the day he
1: died. When you when you so, was at, when yeah. he was at a con. With John Pertwee there. He was never at the con with John Pertwee. He was at the con with the third Doctor. Yeah. Mm. yeah, Oh, yeah. Always came in costume, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Always made an entrance. Yeah. (laughs) I don't
0: think phoning it in would have belittled him. Yeah. Mm.
1: I don't think personally he could have done it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anything else? No? Nope. Right. As usual, we'd like to know what you people think of... What did we watch? (laughs) The Time (laughs) Warrior. Good (laughs) God. Please write to us via show
3: <laughs> at buggery stories dot
1: net. Woohoo. Woohoo.
3: The Robots of Sherwood. Is that meant to be some kind of reference to, to Lynx's robots? I've got and, no uh, idea. It, it reminded me a lot of Robots of Sherwood. So yeah, I'm sure it can't be uh, a coincidence. Also, that would have been a hell of
0: a really good planning in
3: 1973. To think <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, it's obviously uh, who wrote that one. I can't even am sure. Oh, was it? Uh, Gatus I think it might have been.
2: If it was Mark Gatiss, then yes, there probably was a nod somewhere in there. Yeah. The guy like both Peter Capaldi and uh, David Barry Tennant is, is a walking Doctor Who fan.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Right, you've heard enough from us. Yeah. We're going to hand you over to the wonder, the magnificence, the get sheer on with it! Awesomeness! Get on with it! That is crumbly.
4: In fact, it's crumbly's corner. Hello, crumbly here with another edition of crumbly's corner. Sorry I can't be at this podcast. I'm currently enjoying the best at Hampshire Rostov at this moment in time. So, without further ado, let's get on. The Time Warrior is both an episode of new faces and an impending departure. We see the introduction of Sarah Jane Smith, the ever inquisitive newshound from Croydon, who initially is mistrusting of John Pertwee's Doctor, but later on becomes one of the Doctor's most well-known and well-liked companions. However, it would only last for a short while, as we are all aware of John Pertwee's demise and regeneration into bonkers Tom Baker. Little did she know that she would be letting herself in for, namely being hypnotised, trussed up and uh, imprisoned in all manner of ways, turned into a robot doppelganger, and of course, falling or tripping down the slope of moderate inconvenience, far too many times to mention the time warrior also introduces us to the uh, the race of militaristic alien spudheads, the Sontarans I suppose now that uh, the character Mr Mr. Potato Head has been uh, declared gender neutral I would assume the asexual Sontarans should follow suit so Lynx will now be known by the pronoun Mux Mux has been stranded on earth in the middle ages due to his her their ship being uh, winged by a stray rutan blaster bolt and wants to get home Hence, Mix uh, hatches the plan to temporarily kidnap scientists from the present day in order to effect repairs to his ship. Notable characters apart from the main protagonists include the warrior Irongrin, who is rather funny as all he seems to do is uh, shout a lot and sweep perfectly good food off the table with a bladed weapon of his choice. Additionally, laying siege to a castle with a force of approximately 15 men will not have his uh, foes filling their armour any time soon. Another person of interest is June Brown taking a break from Albert Square and her character Doc Cotton. She is playing the good Queen Eleanor, very graciously I must add, and didn't call anyone Mr. Oppadopoulos once during her time on, on screen. By the end, Irongren has got his comeuppance, the Doctor and Sarah Jane depart in the TARDIS, and the Son Torrens live to be gender neutral another day. Little does Sarah Jane Smith realise she will suffer more in... Uh, more Sontaran probing and indignities at the stubby fingered hands of uh, Steyer in the episode The Sontaran Experiment. More alien probings of another sort now. Nigel Neal is probably the Isle of Man's best export apart from tailless cats. We have reviewed the uh, standalone play The Stone Tape but we now turn our attention to his uh, most well-known creation Bernard Quatermass. There is a theme running through some of his works, namely modern-day horror, but with its roots thousands or even millions of years in the past. The Quatermass conclusion is set in the near future. Society has collapsed, inner cities are a no-go zone, and the New Age movement known as the Planet People, who believe that they will be transported to an extraterrestrial Eden, has taken an almost hypnotic hold over most of the world's youth. The youth of the world, Professor Quatermass grimly concludes, are not being taken to some otherworldly Elysium, but they're being harvested for unknown but undoubtedly macabre purposes. I remember seeing this as a four-part series screened on ITV in 1979, but didn't realise that a movie version had been made also. Notable scenes and characters are Professor Quatermass, played by the venerable uh, Sir John Mills, his anger and distaste at the U.S. Uh, joint US-Soviet space mission he sees as fiddling while Rome burns, the opening scenes where he is physically assaulted by some of the most well-spoken ruffians I have ever seen on TV did raise a smile. They sounded for all the world like a delinquent version of the Famous Five. I could almost hear them saying, Let's punch his bally lights out. Wizzo, then we can take his money and spend it on lashings of ginger beer. But I digress. And then there is the leader of the local group of planet people looking for all the world like he just stepped off the set of the video for Duran Duran's Wild Boys video. Like the hall that descends upon Wembley Stadium to be transported I too have set foot on the so called sacred soil but that was to see Bon Jovi and Van Halen in concert. The worst thing that happened to me while I was there was not being turned to ash by an alien energy beam but getting sunburnt and getting hit on the back of the head by a plastic bottle that fortunately wasn't filled with any suspicious liquid. Anyway that's enough of my ramblings for this episode Hopefully I shall be back in the studio for the for the next podcast. So until then, this is me, Crumbly saying, be seeing you.
0: Well, thank you for that, Crumbly. That was truly awesome. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully more from him next time.
1: And enlightening as well. Very much so. Yes. Crumbly Look, is always enlightening. I'm illuminated.
0: Right. Guys and everyone, we have no feedback. Please write to us. We're lonely, lonely, lonely people.
1: It's just the voice needy, in the darkness. Needy
0: yeah. Needy, very needy. Especially Jean. <laughs> look at her. I mean, I mean, you can't look at her because this is audio, but believe me, she's got a <laughs> hangdog expression on her face. Look, yeah. Jean, tell you what. Flash your boobs. Ooh, put it away. She has <laughs> flashed her boobs at you to make yep. you send us feedback, so please do. Do you, do, you do you not know where to send it? Is that the problem? They that, that <laughs> might not know where to send it. We should tell them. Please write to us mm. via show at... Staggering... Stories...
1: Dot... Ooh. Net.
0: <laughs> Lead us out, Jean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the look of panic <laughs> on her face, then. The look of genuine panic. <laughs>
2: So, let Keith lead us out. Hang on. Okay,
1: join us next... now. No, uh, no, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is going to be pure, undulter- unadulterated Keith. Oh, We're not going to crap. try to copy anyone oh, else. This crap. is me. You get an explosion of emotion oh, and, and, and feeling, and my jab. And
0: so, dear listeners. That brings us to the end of another podcast. Yay! (laughs) But fear not. Next time, there'll be more of the same more fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. And so until that, J for jab. <laughs> 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 Juxtaposing jolly jaundiced jelly baby comes jogging <laughs> towards us. <laughs> this is me, fake Keith, saying farewell. Au revoir.
3: Goodbye.
0: Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 364, featuring Adam Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. And this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. (laughs)
2: Me. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> a
1: little bit of extra flavor for you
2: uh-huh. that's what buggered me up
1: <laughs> one Ooh. of many things <laughs> she's obviously i doing can it i wrong. can say
0: that here because she can't punch me
1: <laughs> you do realize there's there's a notebook which is tallying these all up oh i did <laughs> she's nodding
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay jean do you want to introduce uh time warrior oh, okay uh, <laughs> was that it? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll oh, just do that. I will. Who was that? Sorry, am I leaning on your mic? You're actually you your white You've wrapped
1: your arm yeah. around my <laughs> <phone>. <laughs> 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 quite Bloody idiot. <laughs> what was Lovely.
0: it? 366. Uh, yeah.
3: 364, is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> uh. I'm having a look.
0: Yep,
2: 364.
3: Okay. I don't think we have any feedback. Let me double check. Okay. Nothing's come in, but no. Two episodes on the road had no feedback, I think. Oh,
2: no. Um, They've stopped listening to us. They yeah. have.
3: After last time, I'm not surprised. What happened uh,
2: last
3: time? <laughs> we were very down on the K9 and Company. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> what, that masterpiece that was K9 and
3: Company? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that stunning
1: yeah. audio track. <laughs> you, you said you loved it.
0: You flying tart. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't hit me, off have a jab.
0: We're worried about Luca. Oh, why? He's a bit thick. <laughs> He's, um, he likes drinking the bath water. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's got an interesting taste. <laughs> yeah, taste of bubbles. It yeah. does. Well, I used to eat to the
1: toothpaste. God. I, used, I to... used to swallow the toothpaste. Oh. <laughs> I used to eat bonios.
0: Yeah, that's because you're weird.
1: <laughs> Dog biscuit. What else? Oh, uh,
3: Play-Doh stuff. You see yeah. Play-Doh occasionally. I remember eating. Play-Doh. I
0: remember eating that at play school. Yeah, mm. I did when I was eight. I was really curious about what my weed tasted like, so I took a cup up to the toilet and I weeded in it, and I <laughs> and I sipped it, and it made me sick.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: And I never told my mum what made me sick, just that I was sick, and milked <laughs> and milked the love and attention that followed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You see, uh, I tried every to do weekend. that, but that doesn't work.
0: That's because you're 50 odd and I'm fed up of you doing it. <laughs> 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 I was eight and curious.
1: Can, can I just point out to you uh-huh. that you have admitted that over a recording device? Which and my mother's and, never going to I, hear. I, I, and the person who's <laughs> editing it is that evil bastard
0: there. No, no, I'll I hit this out. <laughs> I also, when I was. About when I was 10, um, my dad used to have a really sharp razor.
1: Oh, this one.
0: (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I was curious about how sharp this razor was. So I put it on my bottom lip and scraped because I thought, I thought he always shaved his lip. So I thought I'll put it on my lip and, and the, what you expect happened happened and there was lots and lots of blood and I with a genuinely straight face told my mum that I had tripped and fallen on this razor and (laughs) I think it was only the fact that I was bleeding profusely (laughs) from this wound to my (laughs) lip and chin that stopped me being clouted and grounded but she she knew she had to stop the bleeding so I got away with it (laughs)
3: Uh...
0: After that, the razor was up on the top shelf that I couldn't reach.
3: I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> At school, we had craft knives, and I said to my schoolmates, it's "Not very sharp. I sliced my finger open with it." <laughs> 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 right, right down. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's a really, it went really deep as well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to? It's surprisingly long time before it started bleeding.
2: Oh, yeah. oh man, they do man. when
3: they're that deep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh.